0: Show number fifty eight of Look at His Butt. LT and JK Talk Trek. That's the sound of Christmas cats.
1: Oh, are we recording? We're
0: recording right now. Oh,
1: okay. Welcome to 50- Happy Two Thousand Seven. Yeah, show fifty-eight
0: as we as we ring in the new year. With a trectacular, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It is going to be good. Um, so we hope that you guys all had wonderful Christmases and that Santa brought you everything that you wanted. He certainly brought us many he, wonderful, he did, things. he really did. And and now, um, for the the benefit of our listening audience, we're going to exchange our own Christmas gifts. Right. Hooray! So very exciting. So I get to go first. Eee! Um, do I need to open one of these? There are two presents here. In whatever order you want. Whatever order. Well, this one um, is coming apart a little bit. And and I love these bows. These are really beautiful. I'm going to save
1: those. I have a big bag of
0: bows. (laughs) Ooh. What is this? Ooh. Wow. This is Star Trek The Motion Picture Original Film Cells, and of course, it's Kirk. Of course it's Kirk, and it's Kirk in short sleeves, yeah. so you can see the muscle. Wow. Oh, look at that. That looks great. This is so cool. Thank you. You're welcome. And so this is 1996. Cool. Now, there's also something in here that came with it. Okay. Okay. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I know that is because um, on on MySpace, I'm a friend of Bill's, and Bill is a friend of mine. Of and you get these bulletins all the time. And they were sending out so many notices right before Christmas that said, if you order one of these right now, you'll get a beautiful original photograph. It is a beautiful. And, and it is a beautiful photograph. Wow, it's in such high resolution. Yep. <gasps> Now, it's on one of the days when they put the toupee on a little low. It's true. They did. And you can sort of see the edge of it right yeah, there. Yeah,
1: yeah. But oh, still, look, look at his, his eyes.
0: Look at his face. And yeah. Oh, and he's got that slightly furrowed brow thing going on. Yeah, but he's so also attractive. sort of slightly smiling. Slightly a little smiling. bit amused. It's it's sort of like a wry joke. Yes. It is. Yes. Oh, thank
1: you he's so looking much. at a beautiful yeoman remembering how much fun it was <laughs> when he did her. That's true. And he's furrowing his brow because he probably can't do it right now again.
0: Oh, this is great. Thank you so much. I think I'm going to have to put this in a little frame or something, a little oh, plastic cool. frame. Oh, this is a great picture. I hey, thought
1: so. I was very surprised yeah. when that came because I Thank paid you. I paid no attention to all the notices saying, you get
0: this, you get okay, this. I'm going to put this back in here so it doesn't get yes. damage. Wow. The film cells are good. Now, it comes in this beautiful little cardboard box, and of course, I won't be able to take it out of the cardboard box. <laughs> I have to display it mint in box
1: with a light shining behind it so you
0: can actually see oh, it. So this is the Admiral James T Kirk edition, wow. a special edition. This is really nice. Oh, so cool! And it's seventy millimeter film too. So mm-hmm. It's the big wide stuff. Thank you so much. You're That's welcome. Great! Yay! Eee. And there's another one. Now that
1: was your nice gift. <laughs> oh. And in keeping with. Tradition. tradition. Now you get your crappy oh, gift. Oh, the
0: crappy gift. I can't wait. Did you buy this in Las Vegas, too? No, no, no. saving no. it this whole time. No, no, no.
1: This is actually just kind of cute, but bizarre. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is Mini-Mate's Star Trek, the Trouble with Tribbles Mini-Mate <laughs> from the artist. The tribbles are hilarious. And they're stuck to his hands, I believe. I see that. So it's a little tiny, um, it's not a Lego Kirk, but it looks like a Lego Kirk. And he's got tribbles stuck to him, and he's wearing the wraparound shirt. Yes, and he's got like... he's smirking. He's smirking. And, you know, I think he looks like Lee. Lee Crow. He does look like Lee Crow. When she's doing Kirk. Yeah, I think so. Wow. This is great. <sighs> to add to our oh, army of Kirks. Army of Kirks. This is awesome. Ages four and up. Okay, but well, you're old enough. I'm really glad. Oh, let's look at the other ones on the back. Let's see. Oh, they have Mirror Kirk. I know, but I couldn't get him. Oh, Horace. I Scotty. really wanted him because he's got a weapon. Yeah, Sulu, Chekhov. Klingon—just a, like a generic Klingon. Uh, yes. And oh, and this is the Kirk. Right? Is this the same Kirk with the triple? Yes. That's triple Kirk. It looks different in this picture. Well, that's because the way he's holding them. They look oh, like pom poms. No, no. See what it is? <laughs> I see. They're sewn in a little elastic ring. Oh, like like a hair th- thing, a hair <laughs> elastic. So you could take them off his arms. And what they've done is they put them on his legs here.
1: Let <laughs> me see this.
0: They did. Let me see this. It's, that's what they did. <laughs> or you could put and them he around has, his waist like a tutu. <laughs> and he's smirking. <laughs> Okay, I think this is obscene. This I think picture th- right here. This looks like our gang. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Aurora looks much larger than any of the other ones well, there. Captain Aurora. That's right. And her all-girl band. Oh, this
1: is awesome. I know. I really wished I could have gotten Meerkirk because he's
0: too funny. But oh, this is great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is awesome. <laughs> the thing with the dribbles is hilarious.
1: Does he have to stay in the box all the time, or can we take him out sometime
0: and play we with him? We are going to have to take him out because I can think of a lot of funny <laughs> things to do with these tribbles right here. Okay. Also, new slideshow. New slideshow. Very filthy things to do with the tribbles. This is great. I look at the little the insignia coming across. I know. It. It's so cool. <laughs> Attention to detail. <laughs> this is one of the better things that Paramount has licensed. I think. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I love the Mini-Mates dolls. They've oh. done they've done a they've done a, um, a con. And a a Mugatu. Have they really? Yes, they've done a a lot of them. I I
0: think they might have done a Gorn. (laughs) (laughs) That is just great. Well, now um, we're going to have to take a little pause because your present has to be. It requires setup. It requires setup. It's what it is. So we're going to put the show on pause for a minute, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to get your your unedited reaction to this thing. Okay. Okay. All right. So hang on. Okay. Now, listeners, J.K.'s going to come in the room, and I'm going to get her reaction to this, this present, and I'm telling you in advance so you know, it's a big cardboard kirk. She's going to be so surprised. Okay, I'm going to go get her. And I was really, you know, I was. Um, I, I ordered it and I had to wait for it to come. And then I was like, "Oh my god, I have to open it up and make sure they didn't send me like a Spock instead or something, which would have been really, really <laughs> or, nice. a check-off. or a Chekhov, or a Chekhov." But no, it was Kirk, and he came in really good shape and everything. And he's really big. He's really big,
1: and you know, he's like, bigger than William Spock. Shatner, I think. <laughs> no, I think. Well, you know.
0: I think he's a little taller than one. I think he might be a little <laughs>
1: taller. No, you know Kirkwood looks. I mean
0: Shatner it, as Kirkwood. It's true because Bill was not that much taller than than you. I mean he was a little bit less than eye to eye with me when we met him mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: wow. He's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. This is where you live now, honey. <laughs> You're in my office, where I can dress you up, put hats on you.
0: Now, I was I was telling Greg that I got this for you. Yes. And he suggested that um you could keep it either under the bed <laughs> or on the ceiling above the bed. <laughs> I like that idea.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm afraid the dog bed is going to have to go because
0: I'm thinking that's
1: where he can live.
0: Well, I figured this would be the only room where you could actually keep him.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> Wow,
1: thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> thank you. Merry Christmas to you. He's wonderful.
0: I like the way he's standing. Mm-hmm. Sort of with like his, Well he's with, on the
1: transporter
0: disc. He's on the transporter disc. He just beamed in for Christmas. He did, and he's sort of shifting his weight to one hip there a the little bit. The way he always did. Yeah. Sort of that debutante. Yes loud. Exactly, exactly. Is the, the
1: way Kirk always thing. beams up and beams yeah, down. Yeah. Hey, look at this. See now this is interesting. You can see the shadow from wedding ring.
0: Mmm. I never noticed that before. Well, we never had a big life well, size. Well, that's thing. true, a life size one. Yeah.
1: I'm surprised Bill doesn't have like marks from slipping <laughs> it on and off.
0: Um, we could make clothes for him at some point if we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we could dress him up. I'm gonna I'm gonna get him one of those aprons that say kiss the cook. <laughs> That would be good and we could definitely put different hats on him. Oh right. Yeah. I think that would be that would be fine. I think he's beautiful.
1: <laughs> I think he's wonderful. I think if we annoy him enough with enough outfits he'll actually beam out.
0: <laughs> oh, big cardboard kirk. That's wonderful. <laughs> and now we're gonna have to come up with a drink to go with him.
1: Yep. Well right now it's it's yeah. It's coffee and um, diet soda, but that's really fantastic. Thank you so much. It, you know, it completes the room. <laughs> it fits into the the whole scary Star Trek motif I've got going. Well,
0: the thing is, wherever you put him, he'll be able to gaze at the other images of him. Yeah, he'll be we, very happy here. Yeah, because it's all about him. You know, yeah. there's, there's dolls of him and pictures of him and books and of him, books of him, and just everything about him mm-hmm. all together. Yep. Yeah, I think I might get a big cardboard myself <laughs> to have with him. I think that would be great. <laughs> and then you can make yourself a little taller. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: That's really wonderful.
0: Well, thank you. You're welcome. I, I had to think, you know, when I was looking at it, it's like, is this an appropriate gift? Like, is it going to get you in trouble to have this in your room? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um it's my room. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it couldn't get me in trouble. Yeah. And then, you know, if there's ever a fire or anything, you'd have to try and rescue it.
1: I'm gonna get one of those stickers like that say please rescue my cat please rescue my big cardboard kirk. <laughs>
0: oh, that is so funny. Well that's really, really
1: wonderful.
0: <laughs> I'm holding up the little the little mini-mates next to the big one. <laughs> little Kirk, big Kirk. Yeah. Little Kirk,
1: big Kirk. I like, I like big Kirk.
0: <sighs> so if any of you out there in listener land have gotten a big cardboard Kirk, we'd like to hear about it. Yes, and if you've dressed it up, we'd like to see <laughs> pictures, because you're going to be
1: seeing pictures of mine.
0: Yeah. He's going to be featured in a lot of images yep. to come, I yep. think.
1: I think so. <laughs> Love
0: the hat. Yeah, yeah. He really does look unhappy
1: (laughs) with the hat. (laughs) There's worse
0: to come, darling. (laughs) I noticed around Christmas time a lot of people um, on LiveJournal had icons, Kirk and Spock icons that they had put Christmas hats on. Mm -hmm. Um, And he didn't ever look quite as pissed as he does (laughs) right now. I was really hoping that somebody would have done an illustration um, that reflected that horrible story with Spock as the Christmas elf <laughs> thing with the green outfit, but I no, didn't see that. nobody has come through on that. It was just mostly little. You know, that
1: would be so easy to Photoshop,
0: too, because all you have to do is put Spock's head on top of the Grinch. That's true. And and you probably, you wouldn't even have to work that hard because it would match mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah. You know, like the same sour-faced expression and all yeah. that. You know what would be really funny if you put it in the part of the Grinch with, they show his heart being really, really small. <laughs> and you had Spock's head on top. <laughs> and that's why Spock is like that, because his heart was three sizes too small. But isn't his heart like here? Oh that's true. It's you'd have in to his yeah, his side. abdomen somewhere, so you'd
1: have to move it. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Remember the story where Christine was listening to the beating of his liver? <laughs> <laughs> that was so romantic. Uh, that story had an illustration. Remember, she looked like the mudflat girls. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> in her pale pink panties. <laughs> no, pale blue. Oh, pale blue. I'm sorry. sorry. French cut. French cut blue panties.
1: Okay, well, we've digressed, but, <laughs> but a in jewel. a wonderful way. In a wonderful way. This is great. Is that- so we sit here in the shadow of Big Cardboard yeah. Christmas. Yeah,
0: sort of basking in his glow, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? We could make a halo for him. <gasps> that would be cool. See, we could do lots of fun things. <laughs> I've got Mardi Gras beads. <gasps> that would be cool. Oh, you should definitely. Those look good. And look, the ones are even, they're sort of green and red, so they're kind of like Christmas Mardi yep, Gras we're beans. We're going to have to dress them up some more. Yeah. Okay. And we'll take some pictures. Yeah. Um, so let's take a little break. And then um, we, we have a sort of um, ad hoc show coming up because we're not quite sure what's going to be on it, but it'll be worth it. It's a
1: trektacular. It
0: is. It's totally worth it. Space. The final frontier. These are the
1: voyages of the Starship Enterprise, its five-year mission, to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before.
0: We want to hear from you. Leave comments at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com, send email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. This entire podcast recorded on an Apple PowerBook with GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the Sci-Fi Podcast Network. You've found the best podcasts in the universe.
1: Well, well... But fans, it's a dark and
0: stormy night. It is. Here in the mobile podcasting unit. And the mobile podcasting unit is so mobile right now that we're actually driving. <laughs> yes, and you can hear the road. You've probably got the windshield wipers. Hopefully you can hear us. Yeah, we're trying to, to talk in a way that you could actually hear us, but the, there will be a lot of background noise. But the reason we're doing this is because we are just so excited that we had to get this down before it left our brains or we forgot anything or anything like that. So here's what we did today. We went to meet some people that we actually ran into at the Sacramento Con who have the most amazing collection of Star Trek stuff. And we're not just talking the fan stuff, the games and toys and videos, you know. I mean,
1: they do have an amazing collection. Oh, they have that, yes. But but. these are our our collectors who go to auction and and bid on costumes and and bits of the set and props. And... it, it. (laughs) just, <laughs> it's uh, sort
0: of mind-boggling, actually. It is
1: mind-boggling. We were just freaking out. I think we, we spent like four
0: hours with them. And we took, uh, I don't know, 200 pictures? Well, we took <laughs> enough that we wore out my camera battery and had to reload. So. We took so many pictures. And we were taking pictures of toys and of dolls. And then we got to the room that had all of the costumes and everything. And that was when I think our brains started to freak out a little bit. I think mine exploded. <laughs> because we were trying on costumes. These people were very, very tiny, but there were some that were drapey enough. <laughs> they were drapey enough, and <sighs> the, and of course, the first thing that gets handed to us right off the rack yes. is Kirk's shirt. And Actually worn by William Shatner. Shatner. And it was like... Oh, <laughs> and not only the shirt, but the, the pants. pants. Oh,
1: and then the we pants. broke the pants. We had our hands, and then we were noticing the
0: seaming on the butt. We were just feel, feeling the pants. It was Those pants probably felt so used. We were <laughs> one with the pants. We were. Oh, my God. <sighs> the shirt and the pants. And then the other thing that went with the shirt and the pants, of course, was the bed. Yes. From Kirk's room. They had Kirk's bed in each Kirk
1: bed. lay down on the bed and cuddled with the shirt and the pants. Uh,
0: <laughs> it was so good. It was so very it good. was. It was so close to heaven. <laughs> oh, it was just oh. amazing. Uh, so we, we, we had to get in our, you know, our bout of, of Kirk obsessiveness, of being touching the fabric that William Shatter's body had once touched. Of course. But there was so much other stuff. Oh my God! They had Uhura's mirror uniform,
1: complete with armband. Complete with the armband. They had Marlena's mirror boots and her 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 beautiful drapey blue thing. Oh. That thing is so gorgeous. They had both of the Romulan commanders' outfit. Um, now we're talking about the, the female Romulan commander. Right. They had her her uniform, mini skirt uniform, yes. And then they had her her beautiful gown that she slipped into to be in something more comfortable, oh. which is still beautiful. And the amazing thing is, so many of these things, when you get up close, you're just amazed by. You know, they're cheap and they're rough cut. And they don't have finished edges and they look
0: fine on screen, but that is still a gorgeous Oh, it is. And dress the way the dress is constructed, I mean, it's barely on her. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a strap across her shoulder. There's like one strap across the inside to sort of hold it together. Right. And then a couple of hooks and eyes and that's it. Well, and in Marlena's drapey thing, what we were noticing is they had pretty
1: much cut up a swimsuit to... To cover her breasts and her pussy and her butt. Yeah. And hooked it on to this drapey thing or glued it on. But there really was not much
0: to this at all. No, but oh, it is so beautiful. Oh, yes. the colors are still really vibrant. Really vivid. Oh, it just looked gorgeous. We also got to touch and handle um, Tuprin's outfit. Yes. From Amok Time, the whole outfit, and Tupau's um, skirt. Yes. Which is also just beautiful. And those costumes in particular, we were noticing, were made out of a very heavy fabric, um, like you would expect to find in, I don't know, like a stage play or a movie or mm-hmm. something. They're really, really well made. And we were sort of wondering whether they had been repurposed from something else because they were so so well well done. Right. Um oh my god I'm like having trouble remembering all of the things they had had some really
1: interesting things in their fan collection too as I was saying books and dolls and games but um, one of the things they had I wanted to be sure to mention it because it is now another media Bill has conquered (laughs) guitar picks they had a collection of Star Trek guitar picks and there were like eight of them and each pick had a a picture of one of the characters and then there was one that had the the Federation symbol on it so we saw the Star Trek guitar picks there you go Um, Bill just just amazing. Um, so let us tell you a little bit about these people, and we're trying very hard to respect their privacy because they are private collectors who do not want a lot of publicity. So basically, it's two women who, um, who collect privately. As, as we were saying, they go to auctions, they bid on things, not with the idea of reselling them or making money on them, but with the idea of keeping as much of this stuff together as possible, and um, they also have just a, a lot of stuff that that they bought when it first came out because they were such Trek fans. Now yep. with the idea of ooh, this is a collector's item, but um, they have you know just tons of, of magazines and books and posters. Just and, and um, something I never even knew about. and Apparently, it was going up until a few years ago. Was called the Star Trek Photo Club. And you belong to this, and every year, it was run by Richard Arnold, isn't that what they said? Yep. Um, and every month, you got these these new Star Trek photos, and we were going through them, and there were so many there that we had never seen. Oh. They're their casual shots, they're set
0: shots. And they're beautiful, eight and a half by 10, and completely high resolution, like yes. a beautiful glossy finish, just the most professional photographs you can imagine. It's so gorgeous. They have,
1: you know, a full set of those. They have, um, it, it sounded like a couple full sets of the Enterprise Incident magazines, yep. which I adore. It looked like they had, you know, all the Star Trek fiction books, all these other books about Star Trek. They had these record albums. <laughs> this one, which is, uh, and they had two copies of it, a record
0: album of bloopers from the third season. Right, that somebody had taken, like, a tank recorder onto the set and just recorded. The recording, yeah, uh, and got all of the chat that went on in between the takes, and the director asking them to do more, and the cast reaction, people messing up their lines, and everything. Just this really, really um, casual look at the working environment that, that we that they were doing it on. So we're going to have to try and get a copy of that. I think they said they had it on CD, right? Because I was going to say you've got to get this, you know, put into a digital format. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> they have. Um, they have met and, and, and actually talked with and kind of gotten to know Bob Just. Justman. And, Justman, sorry. And they have um, books and papers of his.
0: Things like shooting scripts. Uh-huh. They have the notes. They have um, props. Yeah, Both from the, the actual series. And then they have props that were... Um, made later on for sale, but which are really, really hard to find now. Like mm-hmm. really high quality props, not like crappy plastic things that you find. No, in these toys had us. the weapons had like real heft to them, you yep. know, real weight there. They also have one
1: of the uh, the weapon belts. Remember, they use those in first season. Yep. They have one of Kirk's weapon belts and it's just it's so interesting all these clothes that all the actors wore are so small and they kept saying to us now you know these have shrunk over time but even so these people were all very tiny very skinny people very skinny people
0: doing this show oh amazing they have a bag full of the actual buttons that came off of the bridge set they're made out of molded resin um, and the colors are still incredibly vibrant, and they have mm-hmm. been taken out of the, the actual bridge set at one time. But they were just in a bag, and there's some buttons that have words on them that were at either engineering or one of the navigation stations. And it was just amazing to be holding that and going, these are the buttons that people were pressing on the yeah. show. These are the little light-up buttons that were there. Um, oh. The other thing, uh, the homework alert here, they have
1: a pair of earrings, and they don't know what costume it came from. And I took a couple pictures of good pictures. We're going to be posting those. Yes. And so if you can figure out what costume those earrings
0: went to, that would be great. You made your homework points on that Definitely. one. Now we also, we tried on a couple of things. We tried on Spock's meditation robe. Yes. <laughs> which was pretty cool. With the the, the, the Faltorpan necklaces. Yes, and the little headdress uh, and everything. That the priestess wore. Yep. Oh, uh-huh, That was pretty cool. Um, we got to see Leonard Nimoy's uh, costume costume from uh, Bread and Circuses, his torn-up sweatshirt. Yep. Um, so we, we geeked over that. We took pictures of virtually everything that, that we were shown. Yes. Uh, so we're going to have to post them on Flickr or something like that because there are just so many of them. Um, we saw uh, <laughs> one of the outfits for the girls from um, Brain and Brain, What is Brain? Yes. That was like the weirdest Wait, damn thing I uh, ever saw.
1: I mean, the thing is, that it had to be such a difficult costume to make, and they made probably a
0: few of them for those girls, for this awful episode. <laughs> really? It was like, I mean, if you remember the episode, the girls are wearing very, very small outfits, and its it was like a bodysuit, a pink metallic sort of bodysuit that covered her breasts and then went down, but which was actually attached to the boots, Yes. Like the boots were go 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 boots covered with this pink metallic fabric material that was all sewn together and went to the bodysuit part of it. It was really weird. (laughs) It was very weird. And needless to say, made for a woman who was probably five foot nothing and weighed 90 pounds. Yes. And with lots of padding in the cups. Now, (laughs) what they have kind of focused
1: on, they told us in their collecting, was trying to get um, guest star costumes, you know, like named guest stars where you could say, oh, this this belonged to line of Troy's, right. you know and so um, they had more of those things than things like a, a Kirk although they did have a full Kirk outfit and um,
0: they had and an engineering shirt they had an engineering shirt and they had as we said Aurora's mirror outfit. They had a green jumpsuit from Engineering, Just yep. one of those very plain jumpsuits with no embellishment. They had Finnegan shirt. Finnegan shirt, <coughs> yes. Good old fuck buddy Finnegan. They had um, an unfinished that was never finished and never used wraparound tunic for Kirk. From third season, you can tell by the fabric. Yes. So that was cool. It didn't have any, like, the seams weren't finished. It was just incompletion. They had... Um, Ciroc's robe. Yes, which, and I tried that on. Which was pretty awesome. And, you know, when it's off the rack, it does look a little bit like something Mrs. Roper would wear. It <laughs> yes, looks much better on it, you. I put it on and I said,
1: oh, I'm Mrs. Ciroc. And, and one of the ladies said, you look like Mrs. Roper. <laughs> which kind of,
0: you know, burst my bubble there, but I'm sure but it, it right. But it looked much when better on you. When I look on at you. the picture. <laughs> it looked better on you, that's for sure. Um, gosh, what else did they have? Oh, they had um, Amanda's robe. Yes. Yeah, from Journey to Babel, which has unfortunately faded a lot over time, but it's still like the most amazing thing, mm-hmm. and it has that really high black collar, yep. and it's just so long, and we were also noticing, with many of the costumes, especially for the women, that they must have been dragging down on the floor behind them, and... You know, you don't often see those full-length shots in track A lot of it is shot sort of from the waist up. But right. clearly, you know, it, it would have been just trailing on the ground behind her and still in really good shape for being something that was used on the set that much. Right,
1: and we saw the the robe that was
0: worn by Droxine's father in Cloudminders. Right. This is for a
1: man, but it was very, very long and, and we were all realized, but well, you know, I don't think we ever saw him moving around. He'd kind of get into place and yep. some customer would come in and arrange all the draping
0: so it would look just right and off they go. Yeah. Um, we saw the robe that Mr. Atos wore yes. which was very beautiful. Um, still really, really nice material. Oh my god, I'm I'm like losing track of all the stuff. Oh! We didn't see the outfit, but we did got get to um try on one of the Android necklaces yes. from iMud number nineteen. That's right, so we all
1: have pictures now of Lena nineteen and kitty nineteen and Oh it was oh 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 we saw uh I- Alien from Operation Annihilate (laughs) to vomit. We each got to lay on the floor. This was the amazing thing we were allowed to play with and try on these things. Lay on the floor and have the the alien thing on our back like we were dying, like it was getting into our nervous system. In agony. In agony. And it was was so great. We were having such a a great time. and, And... and they were saying, well, the next time you come. And I was, like, just so thrilled there's <laughs> going to be a next time. And I said, well, any time, just call us up and say, do you want to play Star Trek? And
0: since it's exactly what we were doing. Oh, man. We got to play with um, the... Uh, top part of the spacesuit costume that spot mm-hmm. wore in Naked Time. Right, right, the that weird thing. head thing. And, you know, that thing is not fun to have on your head. <laughs> really and truly. <really. laughs> it is not comfortable. It's very stiff. So when you have it on, if you move your shoulders at all, it kind of lifts it up so you can't actually see out of it anymore. So yep. you have to keep your shoulders very still while you're wearing it. We also saw one of the um, unidentified crewmen that got turned into a cube. That's <laughs> right, in the by any other name. Yep. So we saw one of those. That was also really cool. It was. Oh, it was just an
1: amazing, amazing afternoon. And I think I know we're just babbling here, <laughs> but we we saw so much. We touched so much. We we examined so much um, fabric, the workmanship, and what it was made out of. And oh. we saw things that looked like they're made
0: out of upholstery. Yeah. and Things that were made out of rubber. Yeah. And and some things that were just. Um, so slapped together, like the Romulan commander's beautiful dress, yes. which looks amazing on screen. And then, you know, you're looking at it and going, wow, there's not really much to this. It's a piece of fabric that was sort of, like, you know, sewed in a couple of places. And then something like um, Julie Newmar's dress from yes. Friday's Child, which is absolutely beautiful and looks like it could have been a dress that a woman would have worn to a formal event. Right, well, you know what? They might have bought the dress and put the furry sleeves on,
1: it's, and put the fur on the sleeves and stuff instead of making a dress from it's scratch. It's true. It's
0: entirely possible because it, it's just lovely and it has all that beading on the front of it. Mm-hmm. That's just really, really nice detail work. Yeah. Um, oh, man. And there were so many boxes that we didn't even open no. Oh, they had this
1: this beautiful framed thing of all these different, what were they like, trading cards? Trading cards. And they each had captions on them, and whoever wrote the captions and wrote the, the thing on the back knew nothing about Star Trek. The captions were idiotic, like there was a, a picture of Spock in his outfit from uh, City on the Edge, you know, where he's in his flannel shirt and, and his hat, and it says, Spock takes a job. <laughs> And then you read the back of one of them, which is a picture of Kirk and Rann. Uh-huh. And she's got a weird expression on her face. Yeah. And it, it, it says raspberries. And on the back, <laughs> it tells you that Kirk berates Janice for eating so many raspberries when they beat down to the planet that he's going to cut her rations. And it turns out these raspberries are drugs. drugs. And McCoy has to come up with a solution to keep them off from dying from raspberries. And we're all going...
0: Okay, when was that episode? <laughs> what? What? Really? And and I, I mean, I saw that and I immediately wanted them. Oh, and, yeah. And so we have to track them down. So if you ever see them, give us a clue. Um, they're probably a set of, I don't know, there were a lot, like 50 maybe. There were a lot, yeah. And they're black and white. The pictures are black and white. Mm-hmm. They're all from, I think, first season episodes. Oh, no, right? I didn't notice that close. I think they were mostly first season some of them are actual stills from episodes, but some of them are just um, off-camera shots. Like, yeah. There's a picture of, of Nichelle sitting at the table, and it's clearly not a shot that was in an episode. It's just her sitting at the table. Right, and she's at not in camera. character at all. No, she's, she's just like looking happy. Nichelle, yeah. And then there's another one from, um, uh, it might have been City, or it might have been Shore Leave, actually, where um, Shatner and Nimoy are sort of talking to each other, and Nimoy's smiling about something. And he's got his costume on, but he also has like a... Um, a jacket. A jacket over his shoulder, so it was clearly not on camera. And it's interesting,
1: too, in one shot, Nimoy's eyes are down, he's looking down, and you can see how heavy the yeah, eye makeup
0: there is. it's amazing. So we would really like to get it. I checked on the backs of them where those weird descriptions were, and it looked like they had a copyright date of 1967. So um, if anybody knows where they are or how we could get hold of a set, we would love to have Yes, those, they look very entertaining. Because they're, they're definitely sort of... Fantastic! It, it, it
1: was amazing too to see how much stuff they have that we also have. Of course. Like you know the Star Trek Barbie, uh-huh. and you know some of these other great things. Um, they had a couple of the dioramas that were were a lot of fun. There was a, a really neat diorama
0: from Mirror Mirror that I took a picture of uh-huh. of Kirk and Spock fighting a Mirror Universe yeah. in Nick Bay. Uh- now, you guys know that we, we are starting our army of Kirk Mego dolls, yes. the dolls that came out, and they had, of course, a lot of those, but they also had um, the thing that you could buy at the time, which was the set. Uh, it was like a Barbie house that you <laughs> yeah, opened up, and, and it was made it. out of vinyl, and it had the transporter room, and it had the bridge set, and they had all the dolls that were in there. I could not and believe all the dolls. And they came with the set. Oh, that was amazing. amazing. So, it was like a Klingon doll, and a Balak doll, yeah. and, a, a, and a, like a... Um, Assorted crewman doll. Yes. (laughs) Generic crewman guy. And some other uh, monstery dolls that were in there. And, oh, it was just so cool to see all that stuff in the set. Well, and here, so you, you all have even more to look forward to.
1: We are definitely going back, you know, if they invite us again, which they said they would because we hit it off so well and we're all on the same wavelength, um, they have agreed to be interviewed. Yeah. So we're going to be talking to them about their adventures in fandom and in collecting. They've been going to conventions for years longer than we have. Uh-huh. And so we'll be getting just all kinds of
0: wonderful, wonderful stories for you in the interview. Oh, and, and Gary Lockwood stories. Yes. <laughs> yes, they've encountered him. We were just talking about him as we were leaving. We were sitting in the car chatting, and they were telling us about how they talked with him about things. Of course, we shared our own Lockwood stories. Yes. So... Yeah, they they have seen and done a lot. I mean, just one thing that they told us, they actually have two beds. They have Spock's bed and Kirk's bed, which are two separate pieces. Yes. And they had originally bought just the Spock bed, Um, and someone else had really wanted the Kirk bed and bid on it and won it. And the guy who was selling them called them a couple months later and said, "Um, you know that guy who bought the Kirk bed? Well, what he's going to do with it is take it and cut it up into pieces and sell it. And I don't want to, and I'd rather sell it to you. And that's how they ended up getting it. And I think that says a lot about why they're building a collection like this, is to keep people from taking stuff and busting it up or cutting it up and selling the little pieces and destroying what was never meant to be broken up like that. Right, right. So When they're looking for costumes, you know, they really want the whole costume. They don't just want a scarf or a piece of jewelry. They want the whole thing because that was the way it was envisioned, and it should stay together. Mm -hmm. It really should.
1: Just just amazing. I mean, my head is still spinning. (laughs) It's amazing that I'm able to drive the car because this was... I mean, after a while, you just went into a sensory overload of, of seeing all this stuff up close and knowing that it was part of this this history, that it was really there, that people really wore it and touched it and used these props, and, and that this was, you know, part of their day-to-day life, yeah. something that, you know, has a lot of meaning to us. Maybe other people think it's, you know, crap, but we love it. We and, do. it and I just feel, you know, so incredibly honored that not only did we get to go look at this stuff, like... You know, we looked at the museum stuff at the experience, but we actually got to touch
0: it and play with it and take it apart and see how it's set up, see how it was built, you know. Absolutely. You know, I am going to be watching the episodes in a whole new way. Now that I've seen the costumes and held them in my hands, I want to, like, have that knowledge when I watch Mirror Mirror to look at Barbara Luna and go... Wow, you know. That's you wearing like, nothing. wearing nothing. You're wearing, nothing. You're wearing <laughs> a kind of bodysuit that's been safety pinned together at the seams to hold you into it. And yet, on the screen, it looks so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of stuff is just crazy. It, it, it's insane. I can't wait to watch some of them just to see, yeah. see what it's like. Uh,
1: yes. But, you
0: know, Kirk pants. Kirk pants. you got to come back to the Kirk pants. The Kirk
1: pants and the Kirk bag. <sighs> oh, man. That was... That was a dream
0: come true. We were, I mean, we were like holding the pants in our hands and kind of putting our hands to to the left of the zipper and going, <laughs> this is where the hard-on was. Yep. This is where it and touched the we put our them. hands <laughs> in the pants where that was. That is where William Shatner's dick, through his underwear, was touching the pants. Right yep. there. Right there. Right there. That was <laughs> And it. as you said, when it was young and hard. When it was young <laughs> and a youthful dick. A Nice hard-on. Oh, my God. (laughs) So exciting. Now, we did take a picture of the butt of the pants. Yes. So that we could put them up there. And you know what we found was really interesting on the uniforms anyway? Because they were the uniforms that they had to wear over a course of several episodes, the way that they were able to do the seaming on it so that they could take it in or let it out was extremely clever. And it was not anything you ever noticed on the screen. No, you never saw that. It was so subtle. I was very impressed with that. Mm -hmm. You know, so even when Shatner was gaining weight or losing weight, they could easily alter the costume to make it fit him a little better. Which is not to say that there weren't a number of episodes where his clothes were just a little tight.
1: Right. But it's also, um,
0: yeah, part of that was
1: done, you know, for sizing. But also they wanted the costumes to always look, especially for your lead characters, like a custom fit. Right. And so you could not do seaming like that on pants you were going to wear out on the street. People would see it. But if you really want to get your butt cupped the way his <laughs> was cupped.
0: Oh now I have to say the fabric that those pants were made out of, I've never was, seen fabric like that. Me neither, but it was shiny. It was it was sparkly. Yeah. It was more than shiny. It was it was filled with, with wondrous sparkles. Yeah. And I don't I don't think I've ever seen a fabric. You know like what that. those
1: were? What were they, they? weren't originally on the fabric, but they're like left over from so much Kirk light. Oh that I the, see, the pants I just see. took on that
0: property. I've just coined a new term. Like stardust? Yes. Kirk dust. Kirk dust. There was Kirk dust all over his pants. Yeah. Oh Ooh. Kirk dust. Kirk Dust. Kirk dust. Oh. oh man. Oh, that was so awesome. It was. The Kirk bed, the Kirk pants, the Kirk shirt. So Oh, and Kirk. remember noticing um the elastic on the side of the mirror universe boots? Oh yeah. So they had a pair of boots That they thought had been um, worn by uh, Nichelle, I guess. Right. When they bought it, they were told these were worn by Nichelle. But then, when they got them home and they took them out, um, there was a little tiny label inside that said Luna, so they realized they must have been Barbara Luna's boots, and Um, They knew that both Barbara Luna and Nichelle had been in scenes together, so it wasn't like there was just one pair of boots that they were switching back and forth. Right. Of course, there are these beautiful knee-high leather boots. No, they're thigh-high. Thigh-high, sorry, thigh-high, over the knee. Um, But I was noticing, and you don't really see this on the screen either, on the inside of, of the leg, it's not all leather. There's a big strip of very firm elastic, which was how they got them to stay up. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, if you had to wear these boots on the set and be on your feet and stuff, they must have been really fucking uncomfortable Yeah, <laughs> to be that tight on your leg that they would stay up. But, that, yeah, like you were saying, the, the construction
1: of these things, how they were were made to work and, and, you know, made to do certain things. Yeah. And also some of the costumes that we saw, you know, be very difficult to move in this. Yeah, exactly. And those characters
0: didn't move a lot. <laughs> but you know what else was really cool about Kirk's pants? The very first thing I noticed. <laughs> you just keep coming back to the pants I can't for some help reason. It. Yes, Kirk's, Kirk's pants have pockets. Yes, they have pockets. Yes. I didn't know the pants You'd had never pockets. You never po- see. Po- well, pockets. they only had one. No, they had two. Oh, I thought when I looked it only no, had one. no, they okay. had one, one pocket on each side. That in the you front. Saw. In the front. Pockets yeah. in the front. Isn't that amazing? And he never carried
1: anything. They were so damn tight, you would have been able oh. to see. Oh, pockets on the pants. Yeah.
0: Unbelievable. Oh, oh man. <laughs> we're, what like, a, we're like on a sugar high. We're just about to crash, I think. Yes, but what a thrilling, thrilling afternoon this oh, has been Oh, my goodness. For us. It was so amazing. So we are going to post lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of pictures. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to, like, label them if we can remember what the hell all the stuff was that we looked at. <laughs> <laughs> because there was just so much Oh, there stuff. was so much. So we're going to do that, and we are definitely going to be visiting these folks again and interviewing them and getting really, really good stories for everything that we did, uh, that they've done to, to build this collection. And, and they, I think they'd like to talk about their plans, too, for what they're going to do with this. Because right. this is a big question mark. You know, when you have a collection like this... Um, As they kept saying to us, they want to share it with the fans. This isn't a collection that's meant to be put under glass and kept there forever. Mm -hmm. It's so people like us who appreciate it can touch it and look at it and ooh and ah over it and just be thrilled by the fact that it exists and you can actually touch it and be part of it. So... They are are trying to figure out what they're going to do with it. But they're continuing to buy stuff all the time. They just went to an auction. Right. And got some Cardassian stuff that they let us look at, which Mm -hmm. was, like, way too heavy. Amazing. Like, how could you wear that? God, it's all made out of rubber, molded stuff, metal things? Yeah. Wow. Well,
1: I think that's probably it. Yeah. I'm, like, talked out. My my (laughs) head is spinning, but, oh, my God, what... I just feel so lucky that it was such chance. We ran into them and, yes. and met them and sort of got to talking enough to yep. to connect so that we ended up getting to go visit all this neat stuff and make two oh. wonderful new Star Trek friends yes.
0: we so that happy. we're going to be seeing at conventions and, 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 Shatfest. and Shatfest and all these good things. Everything. Oh, man. So that's going to wrap up episode, uh, what is this, 58? 58, I that's, think. That's the end of 58, yeah. yeah. So, so happy New Year, everybody. Oh, man, what a great way to start the new year. And, you know, watch those episodes. Think about the pants. Think about the pockets. <laughs> and we, we touched them. We touched us, them. us. Us. We did. Our we hands were in there. <laughs>